0: lori sates of fine is a four-letter word podcast and of zen rabbit is here to join us today and it wasn't just a couple years ago that you were sitting on the beach at spring break in fort lauderdale listening to the pet shop boys you 2 and Def leopard with your entire life ahead of you right now you're looking back 30 years plus and wondering what the hell happened Not that it's all been bad, of course there's been highs and lows and today everything's fine. Just fine. That's the problem. You really don't feel like you have anything to complain about. Lots of people might envy what you have, but you're feeling a deep undercurrent of suck. Like there must be something more and you don't know what to do about it. Welcome to Fine is a Four Letter Word with host Lori Sates. Every week you'll hear stories of self-discovery and courage from Gen Xers who have taken the leap to move from fine to fantastic. Whether their fine was a marriage, a job, a health condition, or any other life circumstance, some jumped proactively and others were pushed off. Some have landed on fantastic and others are still in midair. All are grateful to not still be stuck at fine. None of us knows how much time we have here, so we have to make the most of it. We have to do things that light us up and bring us joy. This show will give you hope, help you find your passion and purpose, and dare you to see the life that's waiting for you. You'll never hear or say the word fine the same way again. Welcome, Lori. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo-Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people, and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well, more specifically where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house it's where we raise our children start a new business pray for our loved ones and follow our dreams it's even where we listen to our favorite podcast when we are successful at home everything else just falls into place and we are so grateful for that home is where the grateful heart is thank you for joining us today hi i'm your host rebecca hidalgo reigns with grateful heart tv and today i have a very special guest joining me on zoom and uh, none other than Lori with Zen Rabbit. Welcome to today's podcast at Grateful Heart. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me.
0: I am just delighted that you came on. And so, Lori, you are a coach. You are a public speaker. You have a great story. And so if you'll let me just real quick, I'm going to scroll over before we get into the nitty gritty. I love your picture and your logo Zen Rabbit. And you know, F being fine. We're gonna talk all about that, but I thought that was really cool that you call yourself a stress eradication coach. I've never heard that term before, stress eradication. We all definitely need to eradicate stress from our lives. Um, That is for sure. So where did that title come from? Did you create it yourself or is it something that I just hadn't heard of? I did, I was working with
1: a coach at the time and we kind of came up with it together as a way to describe what is it that I really do for people.
0: And you eradicate stress. Well, stress is terrible. As we know, our bodies show signs of stress. I had some serious knots in my shoulders this last week and there's all kinds of things that manifest as a result of stress. So um, before we get too far into things, I thought it was the most lovely story about Zen Rabbit. So I have to show the image from your website real quick. Oops. There she is. Let me scroll down. Um, I loved this picture, Lori. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Little Lori with this little bunny rabbit. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because I have the real person who can tell us the story of that adorable little girl holding that bunny rabbit. Please share the story.
1: Yeah. So my company is called Zen Rabbit. And that really came from that when I was an infant, my mom bought this pink stuffed rabbit, put it in the crib with me, quickly realized that she could take out all the other stuffed animals. But if the rabbit wasn't in the crib, I wasn't sleeping. So as I got a little bit older, and as you can see in that picture, I used to rub her ears yeah. for comfort. And so she was my Zen rabbit. And she put me in this Zen meditative state whenever I rubbed her ears. And so I have a background in marketing. I'm always looking for great, you know, hooks or ways to phrase things and say Stand things out. And so yeah. when I was looking for a name for my company, somehow I don't even remember exactly how the name Zen Rabbit came into my mind and I'm like, yep, that's it.
0: Because you Zen had Rabbit. your Zen Rabbit growing up and she's so cute. I love the picture of, of little Lori there and sharing the story. And you also in that same story talked about the cookies. Can you talk to me a little bit about your cookie venture? Because obviously, you know, I wanted to hear about the background of what got you to where you are today.
1: Yeah. So that first business I started in 2003 and I was making and marketing a product called the Gratitude Cookie. Mm-hmm. And the Gratitude Cookies were based on a family recipe, kind of a cross between a butter and a sugar cookie. And I, again, because I'm a marketer, created it as not a way to be the next Mrs. Fields, but as a product to help businesses say thank you to their clients and the people who sent them referrals.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. But you're no longer in the cookie business. So what stopped the cookie business and transferred you over to Zen Rabbit? Because you're already, you know, all about gratitude, which obviously is what Zen Rabbit's partially about as well
1: yeah the baking company actually was called zen rabbit baking company
0: oh okay so you've been using zen rabbit for multiple purposes
1: over the years exactly it's actually even more appropriate now than it was back then but part of the reason it was zen rabbit baking company was because people would eat those cookies and it would remind them of being in the kitchen with grandma and then they had that zen blissful feeling when they were eating them so it all came together then I ran that business for 11 years couldn't quite scale it the way I had wanted to mm-hmm. and so I ended up shutting it down because it just didn't make sense to keep pouring my heart and soul into something that wasn't giving back to me in the way that would have been nice so <laughs> so uh yeah and then in when I started this business I actually I had another it business in between I was teaching networking Strategies, networking skills and how to go to a networking event and start a conversation and um, and build your network. That was I started that business under a different name, but people remembered the name Zen Rabbit, even if they didn't remember me. So I took back the name because it is so memorable. Yeah. And so now moving forward, like I just I'm just eternally associated with the name Zen Rabbit.
0: I, and, and I'm okay with that. And I love it. I love it. I mean, like I said, the picture really caught my attention on your website of little Lori holding her Zen rabbit. And I thought that was so sweet because it it brought me personally back. You know, I know we're going to talk about meditation today. We're going to talk about gratitude today. And there was bullet point number three. You're going to have to remind me what, what the other one, because it's meditation and gratitude. What was the third one? About your coaching, I believe.
1: Visualization, potentially? Visualization,
0: Yeah. And so, you know, when I, that image to me just brought me right to that place of meditation where I could myself feel myself touching your rabbit's ears as you described it in your blog post. And I thought that was just super cool because that's probably why that name is stuck so much over the years because of the emotion that you evoke from just the two simple words, Zen rabbit.
1: Yeah. You know, babies and little, little toddlers, they know how to Meditate, if you will. They do it all the time. And, uh, you know, lots of children have blankets or animals or whatever it is that they use to comfort themselves. Right. That's really essentially putting them into kind of a meditative state,
0: which is super cool. Yeah. I mean, because there's like so many ways to get there. And obviously, you know, when you're talking about your business with the gratitude cookie, you know, I believe personally that we learned so much from our failures. You know, It wasn't a failure. You closed up your business and chose to go down a different path, and you still reuse the name, and the whole gratitude is something that you're still teaching people about today just in a different way. And so I think that's really cool to be able to point out to people that just because you started a business and then decided to start a different business didn't mean anything other than you learned from that business what not to do in the next one.
1: Yes. And it took me a little while to get there because in the moment when I was closing that business, it felt very much like a big failure.
0: I'm sure. Well, we all go through that, right? You know, that's part of what we're, you know, we're human. We try stuff, we mess up and hopefully we pick ourselves back up, you know, dust off our knees and try it again. And then here we are, you know, we have to go through many different steps, I think, to maybe achieve what um, you are coaching people today to do, which is eradicate stress from their lives. One thing I thought that was super cool, let me go over, um, I wanted to point out this, F being fine. And I it so reminded me as a little girl hearing somebody um, uh, calling fine like foobard beyond recognition or something like that. I, that always stuck with me in my head because we say that all the time. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. But we're not fine. And so I really, I mean, that resonates with, I think everybody.
1: Yeah, I've heard the acronyms for what fine means as well. And in my version of using it, I, it's not any of those. It's just that we are conditioned so much, like you said, to just say, everything's fine when it's not, and that's not okay.
0: Well, we gotta let it out. We we have to find healthy ways of letting things out, right? And that's where the meditation and the visualization comes in that you coach people to do. And so I absolutely love that. When I was going through your website, I saw that um, you have an inaugural inaugural group program. Oh my goodness, I can't even speak today. Can you say that word inaugural to me? apparently I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, um, those, so the group program has already been run through a couple of times now. Oh, so it's we're we're past the inauguration. We're yeah, we're on to cohort three.
0: So can talk and, to us yeah. about that. What are you offering, and how do people get signed up for it? Yeah, it's an eight week course
1: that takes people through that program. The foundation of of the F being fine program is called this the trilogy for success
0: trilogy. And for the trilogy.
1: Success. Yeah, the trilogy is gratitude, connections, and under connections is that most important connection of all is the connection to
0: yourself. Mm -hmm. And the third piece is courage. Ah, so you like Brene Brown, don't you? I'm aware. A lot of her stuff i wouldn't say i'm like a super fan oh well I, well I actually i really like her myself and so as you were saying that it reminded me of her three c's that i've listened to before which is so true you know we all aspire to connect with others and that's such a critical component of being human um you know real quick i gotta take a quick commercial break we're gonna be right back hold tight if you're looking for a mortgage you need a personalized plan not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have
1: saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance
0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo-Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients, so I do dare you to Google me, and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews, because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home
1: Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today.
0: 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing. We know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. Okay, we're right back from the break. Hey, and if you guys want to catch more of us, check us out on our YouTube channel, Grateful Heart TV, to watch full episodes. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Grateful Heart TV for more content. Now we're back with Lori. Lori, I want to hear more about this fine program. You know, F being fine, right? You, right before break, you were talking about the trilogy, And so let's let's get back to the trilogy. What do people learn about when they sign up for your eight week course?
1: They learn how to incorporate the concept of gratitude into their life on the regular. So a lot of people are not necessarily naturally grateful. Again, I think this is something that we are born with, but society kind of beats it out of us in some ways. And it's it's not that difficult to become more grateful and to then fall back into that natural pattern or natural ability of being grateful.
0: Well, when we're grateful, we attract a lot more to us when we're, I think, in that positive vibration. And honestly, that's why I named my show Grateful Heart, because I found myself after going through some um, personal stuff, I realized how much better it felt to pull myself out of the grief I was going through and being grateful for every day that I had here. And until I think people get to that point in their life to be able to you know, look beyond the crappy days, it's really hard sometimes navigating life. So you're giving people these wonderful tools, it sounds like. Um, one thing I wanted to share with our guest today and I couldn't figure out how to do it, I saw it on your LinkedIn and it's part of your bio, is that awesome video about meditation. Do you know what, I, what video I'm talking about? And you made it like a it- profile picture essentially. Is, is it, are you talking about the six minute gratitude meditation? Uh, I don't know if I got that far, but I was just talking about how most people try to meditate and they all think they're terrible at it and they all give up on it. And, you know, we all have those monkeys that, you know, lurk around while you're trying to sit there and breathe and calm yourself down. And I think, you know, people need to know that that's normal. And so that's why it's loved completely about your video normal. Yeah. Was- I actually
1: call it puppy mind. And it's something that I address in every presentation. I do every stage, every, uh, in the course, every, everywhere, because so many people say, well, I'm not good at meditation. I can't do it because I'm not good at it as if it's like something to be good at it. It's like, it's a process. And we all have those thoughts that run through our minds. So a puppy mind, you picture a puppy and how much energy it has. And it's constantly moving around and running. Mm -hmm. That's what happens with the thoughts. And that's normal. Like you said, that's normal. And it's it's a matter of learning how to manage it and work with all of those thoughts. So it's almost like sitting on a porch and watching cars driving by like, Oh, there's a red one. Oh, there's a blue one. And you just, allow them to drive by and then you don't give it any more mind you're okay there's a thought interesting all right let it go and come back to your breathing or to your meditation teacher's voice or to the sound of the music which is why i typically recommend that people who are especially people who are new to meditation use guided meditation so they can come back to the sound of a teacher's voice instead of just sitting in silence when which gives those thoughts even more um, room to play.
0: Yeah, no, definitely agreed. I know I've been practicing meditation for several years now, but I was the same way when I very first started. Like, I'd sit there for five minutes, going, "Oh my gosh, I got to get up." And, you know, you have ants in your pants, and you know, it just yeah. takes practice to be able to calm yourself and sit there a little bit longer. One thing I had a, and I'm sure you can relate to this because I'm sure you're far enough in your practice that you can probably calm yourself down pretty quickly with breathing and. I had um, the terrible experience of doing an MRI this last year and I kind of freaked out at first. I've never been put in a box and I did not like it at all. But you know what I did, Lori, is I got myself into that meditative stance in that, like I just brought myself to the breathing and somehow I could lay there still for 45 minutes because I was able to kind of take myself out of my body. And that's what meditation does for you is it allows you, I think, to get out of your way get out of your head and do things that you never thought you could do
1: absolutely yeah it, it i mean that's just one example of how it helps you calm yourself down even if you are doing nothing more than focusing on your breath for 60 or 60 seconds or two minutes
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know obviously you needed to for a much longer time but even if you're just starting out and you're focusing on your breath for 60 60 seconds, 120 seconds, whatever it is, when you are focused on breathing in all the way down to your abdomen Mm -hmm. and breathing out completely, you know, we, of course, we are breathing because we're all still alive. Right. But we really don't breathe deeply. We don't, we're not good at breathing. We don't
0: oxygenate, oxygenate, or no, I swear I can't talk today. Right. Oxygen. Yeah. I can't Right. Do oh, it. now I'm stuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's. I mean, I know it's good to get oxygen in your blood and, you know, it's right. good for so many reasons. And so, yeah, I, I always encourage people. I have a place that I meditate at at home that I come to on a reg, you know, regular basis. And, you know, I just that really spoke to me when I watched your video talking about because people will say that to me all the time. And same thing. I practice yoga. I don't know if, if you're a yogi or if that's a practice you recommend to help people. But I notice when I go to a yoga class, it's very meditative many times. And the breathing, you know, that it helps teach people. So maybe recommending that for somebody starting out, maybe take a yoga class here or there might help them learn to breathe.
1: That's one of the things that I love talking about is that there are so many different paths to this same um, overall, like, result right, of being calm and grounded. So for some people, it might be yoga. I've done yoga. I'm not a super, like, I don't really get into it that much. I don't have anything against it, but sure. I'd rather spend my time in the weight room. But yoga, journaling, uh, meditation, Painting. gardening for some people, gardening, for some yes. people it's running,
0: mm-hmm. whatever
1: it is that helps you get into this state where you can calm your mind and hear your inner voice.
0: That's, That's the, the ultimate
1: key. thing that we're doing is
0: listening to your getting inner to a voice.
1: place. Getting to a place where you can hear your inner voice because
0: you are the only one who can hear that inner voice. And we're the only ones who can make ourselves happy. So if we don't listen to ourselves, then how do you ever find that internal joy? I know um, one piece we haven't talked about yet is visualization. And I'm assuming you promote uh, visual. Uh, I have a, what do I I, I, I swear, I can't, I don't know why I'm talking to you today. I can't talk at all. Um, a visual board, visualization board. I have a few of those yep. I've done over the years and I love them. Yeah, and it looks like you've got a huge board full of them as well too. And that I have found has been very helpful for me. I'm assuming, is that a part of your curriculum in your eight week course?
1: It's not, it's not. I just, I happen to have a, a couple of boards here that I've created outside of my own program, Uh, but I do, I create customized meditations for clients. And that is part of the program as well. It can, it's a separate standalone thing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I have bundled into the program where I create customized meditations, which helps people with the puppy mind, because now we're talking about your own experiences and memories and your own goals that you are Manifesting. So your mind will pay more attention, more close attention to the things because it's about you. Mm -hmm. And so in that process, I'm taking them through visualizing and feeling gratitude for things that have already happened, as well as those things that they're manifesting. So once you can get into the feeling and visualizing of the thing, it attracts it to you even more. When you can feel, get into that energy. Of it. And I think that a lot of times people create vision boards and they think, okay, there it's done. I put a picture of it on the board, so now it's done. But getting into that feeling place, like what does it feel like mm-hmm. to have that car or that partner or that, um, that whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be a, a physical thing, mm-hmm. but like to be in that place, to be the person who would have those things, those experiences. Right. What does that feel like? And
0: until that you feel it, you is don't the piece that's it. missing the
1: sorry, that's the piece that's missing most often with vision boards.
0: Right. That people don't go back and look at it later and actually experience, kind of like experiencing artwork. You know, and yes. you you have to like, you know, see how it makes you feel, as you just said, bring those emotions up. And then when you feel like what it's going to feel like to have it, next thing you know, you manifested it. And that's like the beautiful thing about manifestation, which is definitely something I love promoting on my show, just because so many people don't take the time out. You know, that saying um, self-care isn't selfish. And yes, and I totally believe that because until we spend the time looking within, we're just kind of going through the motions and what joy is, is in that, you know, if you're just on the rat race all the time and you don't get a chance to actually do anything that brings you joy.
1: Yeah. We live in a society that we've got social media telling us what to believe. We've got traditional media. We've got family, friends, I'm for, you know, family, friends, the people who personally know you, they probably have your best interests. They think they have your best interests at heart. Uh-huh. Social media probably doesn't have your... No. best interest at heart but but regardless you have all of these all of this input coming into your mind and when you are meditating or doing these other activities where you can get in touch with that inner voice intuition whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that's when you can figure out what is really
0: right for me outside of what everyone else is telling you. And that is so key. I love what you are about. Let me scroll. I think there's something on your website. I wanted to hit uh, real quick, your, your beautiful picture, how we can work together. It looks like you have your F being fine program. We just talked about your customized meditation, and it looks like you also do speaking engagements. So if somebody would oh to hire you to come in and speak to their group, what does that look like? Yeah, I, I
1: love speaking. I mean, give me a microphone. I was a broadcast major, started as a broadcast major in college. So um, so I love that. But what I really love about that is the energy and being able to share this information and the exchange of energy with the audience. And that's what just, that lights me up. So what I do is I do workshops um, that may be components of The F being fine program, Mm -hmm. or it could be like, I have a a presentation that I love sharing with sales teams and um, business teams, the whole business, depending on the size of the business that is about the myth about high performers and hard work.
0: Mm. The myth, I want to know about the myth of high performers and hard work, because I've always been a little bit of an overachiever and a high performer.
1: Same, same. So but the thing is that, you know, we live in a society that tells us that the key to success is to work hard. Mm -hmm. And most people are already working as hard as they can and are not necessarily achieving the level of success they'd like to see. So what other tools are in the toolbox? And that's where we come in with how to use gratitude and meditation and visualization. There's so much science and research behind how these concepts work.
0: Yeah there absolutely is you know i was on your website and i was checking out something and it popped in my head about dr joe dispenza something that you Mm -hmm. had on there reminded me a lot of his work and i'm assuming you must follow his work as well because i mean who doesn't if if you're in into manifestation because like he's the guru authority it seems when it comes to that stuff um what what things about dr joe do you like to share with your clients
1: yeah I, I am a big fan of his and I love the whole the one of the biggest things I like is that whole idea of of heart coherence mm. sinking the heart and the brain because the heart the electromagnetic field of the heart is 5,000 times stronger than that of the mind and when you can get the heart and mind in coherence with most of the time we walk around out of coherence, mm-hmm. When you can get them into coherence, you become so much more magnetic yes. to success. And again, this is science. This is not just like, oh, this sounds like a nice hippie thing to right, do and right. say.
0: No, it's all scientifically proven. That's what's so cool yeah. about his workshops and things that he promotes and stuff as well. And I knew that like he's done a lot of the science behind manifesting and and all of that. Um you know, things that you are coaching about. So if somebody goes to your website and wants to work with you, whether it's to hire you to maybe come and speak to their sales team, to motivate them to make some more sales, or maybe to do a guided meditation. Um, For your guided meditation, what are you, like, are there certain genres or certain topics that you typically help people with? Or is it just mainly to eradicate stress and be more successful, which is great? (laughs) It's both. So it depends.
1: So I create these meditations as for individuals. And then I've also done some for teams, which, you know, so, um, so everybody on the team, they have common goals Mm -hmm. perhaps. And everybody on the team is then listening to this meditation. It's I create it and send it as an MP3. So let's say you have five people on your sales team or a hundred people on your sales team. They, they, and download it and they can individually listen to it wherever and whenever it's convenient for them. Right. But the, the, the goal, the manifestation is perhaps a common goal for the team.
0: I love that. So everybody's playing
1: on the same, on the same, uh,
0: genre or topic or what have you. Um, so, you know, eradicating stress, we're rolling into the holidays and I'm curious what um, words of wisdom you may have, Lori, for our audience that is like, oh gosh, you know, Thanksgiving's right around the corner and then comes Christmas. And oh, don't even get me started about Halloween and all the things I have to do there. You know, like talk about stress. And then, oh, let's throw in the world economy while we're in the middle of it and a possible recession that we're going through. I feel like there's a lot of people wandering this planet right now, lost and looking for direction and full of stress so going into yeah. the holidays the besides obviously uh I, I have a practice of prayer that i started doing as i kind of got on this grateful train that i'm on myself um, and so that definitely helps me personally de-stress some but is there any other tools or tips that you would recommend rolling into the holiday season that somebody listening might um you know want to give a try
1: yeah and uh, you mentioned prayer so prayer i consider prayer a form of meditation. And uh, Joe, not Joe, um, Wayne Dyer. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Had the quote that prayer is you talking to God and God intuition is God talking to you, which is again, why it's so important to get quiet enough to hear your inner voice. So my, my advice to people who are feeling super stressed out Mm -hmm. is to just take, take time in the morning. I love having a morning routine or ritual or whatever it is before you get out of bed and get into your day first of all do not pick up your phone ah! as the first thing you do when you open your eyes yeah because now you're you're immediately putting and yourself who, into a stressful
0: and who doesn't like do that? introducing
1: stress right away you haven't even gotten out of bed yet
0: so Lori, tell me the truth do you really not pick up your phone first thing when your eyes crack open in the morning
1: the the reason I do pick up my phone, but the reason I do is because here's why. I use the app Insight Timer, which ah. I put, I will recommend everybody Insight listening Timer. and watching. If you're not using Insight Timer, I mean, there are other apps. So if you have another app and you like it, use that. Uh-huh. If you are looking for an app to use, I highly recommend Insight Timer. And so that's why I'm touching my phone is because I'm turning on a meditation on Insight Timer. Ah. but I am not looking at email. I am not looking at social media. I, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Okay. So that's why I asked you to be honest, because if you're not doing it, then how are the rest of us expected to do that? So I love, absolutely. And so your app again, say that name again. So we don't, we don't miss it. Insight timer insight timer. So does it tell you like what you're spending your time from uh, like during the day on your phone? Or is it just Mm-mm. basically It's a meditation? a
1: meditation? It has it has hundreds of thousands
0: of meditations. Oh, I love that. So like I go on all YouTube types. and look for meditations. I didn't think to go on a, to a particular app.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I have nothing to do with this app. Like I'm not an affiliate. Yeah. I have no vested interest. I just use it personally. Uh-huh. And I've introduced so many people to it because it has all so many different kinds. You can search for you're looking for a, a meditation on anxiety or sleep or confidence or I love it. Goal setting, whatever it is. And you can search also by I only have five minutes. I only have 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So many parameters
0: oh, that's to search cool. on. And that's the perfect app for somebody who doesn't think they're good at meditation. They can right. just download the app and just test out a couple of them five minutes at a time. That's all you I mean, that's really all you need to do to start. Um, yes. you know, we, for an interest of time, I would love for you to give us one takeaway and the best way to get a hold of you, Lori. So if somebody wants to get a guided meditation or enroll in your next eight week course, they know how to find you.
1: Absolutely. So the, the key takeaway is I'm going to give you this exercise. It's called the, but I'm grateful for exercise. Ooh, I love so when that, you find yourself. Yes. When you find yourself complaining about anything uh-huh. or criticizing. I mean, I say when because we're human. Yeah. When catch yourself and say, but I'm grateful for. Mm, I love that. Whatever it is, I'm stuck in traffic. This this is, you know, annoying, but I'm grateful. For I have what? a little extra time that- in my
0: day to spend in traffic. I don't know. I mean, like the, the, I love how you could just you just turn the switch and it's a matter of like yep. basically programming ourselves to think more positive. And guess what? More positive comes into our life. It's just it just it's the magic that it, we work, right? That's
1: exactly it. You are programming yourself to look for and see more gratitude. And the more you look for gratitude, the more things you will find coming into your life to be grateful for.
0: Yeah, and and then things like this show aligns exactly with your Zen Rabbit and things like this just seem to happen, do they not? When you're in alignment they- and your vibration is of a certain frequency that you feel good and you attract good to you and guess what? Me and you got to meet because of it. So I thank you and I'm grateful for your time today spending with us to help all of us eradicate stress from our lives. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Wow, what a great show that was. Lori was so cool and I love that her and I are so much in alignment with so many things. Um she told me the best way to get a hold of her, just go on our website at zenrabbit.com and then you can contact her there or if you want to check out her podcast. Fine is a four-letter word. It looks like she's on every platform out there. I hope you guys enjoy getting to know her a little bit more and maybe she'll help you eradicate stress too. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover check us out on the web www.gratefulheart.tv for all of our links to connect with us otherwise we'll have another show for you again right here next monday at 11am arizona time i'm on vacation every single day cuz i love my occupation i'm on vacation every single day every single